Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Matt Clark, research analyst here for Money and Markets with uh, your latest Bull and the Bear podcast. Remember, if you have any comments or questions or stocks you'd like to analyze, just email us at thebullandthebear at moneymarkets.com. Now, on with today's podcast. Let's really cut to the chase. As investors, we invest our hard-earned money in the market, and it's for one reason and pretty much one reason alone, and that is to make more money. Uh, to do that, we pour over charts and graphs, and we try to work out mathematical equations that would make my calculus teacher cringe. Uh, and that's all well and good, but you, you have to understand that it's not just buying and holding. It's, it's, buying and holding isn't going to produce life-changing income that you're likely looking for. And, and trying to pour over those charts and pour over those graphs can give you a headache. Consider this. In, in, the last, in each of the last 30 years, the S&P 500 has had an average annual return of about 10%. That's not bad, right? But the average investor doesn't get in on every single game. It's more like for the average investor, 4.1%. Okay, so let's consider that you're capturing 41% of all the S&P gains. The math actually doesn't really look that good for you. If you were to invest $50,000 in the market and consider an average return rate of just 4.1%, it will take you 75 years to turn that $50,000 into $1 million. If you take the same 50000 and invest with the S&P 500's return average rate of 10% per year, it would still take you more than 30 years to turn that initial investment into a million dollars. When I saw that, my face kind of sunk. I was like, oh, wow, I did not really know that. <laughs> it's kind of depressing. But this is what you can expect from your typical buy and hold strategy. It, it works, but it doesn't really produce nearly the amount of significant gains, even to keep up with inflation. The S&P 500 does have a 100% win rate, but only if you're following a buy and hold strategy for at least 20 years. Something to consider. Buy and hold is also kind of flawed because many investors tend to invest based on emotion. Your stocks go down one day, you sell it all because you just can't bear the thought of losing money. I've had this conversation a lot about this with Money Market's Chief Investment Strategist, Adam O'Dell. He tells me the same thing every time. He's kind of like a broken record, but he's that way for a reason. And it's buy high, sell higher. Now, first, it took me a little bit of time to kind of understand exactly what he meant by that. Uh, it's because most investors spend their time trying to find stocks that are already down and perceived to go up at some point. It's a daily struggle. And more often than not, you probably get it wrong. So if you're using the philosophy of buying high and selling higher, basically what you're doing is you're actually looking for stocks that are already in a confirmed uptrend, meaning they're already moving higher. They're already up. They're not down and you're looking for the bounce, they're already on the way up. They aren't testing new lows with the hope that they bounce back up. These are stocks that are already on the way up. Institutional Wall Street investors call this the momentum principle. You don't need faith, you don't need hope, you don't need to pour over charts and graphs and earning statements uh, to use in your trading. And you can also turn off your television, uh, you can turn off CNBC and Bloomberg. In fact, it's probably better if you do. Most importantly, you don't need emotions. You see, as an investor, we tend to be governed by a certain set of bias when we trade. And there's a wide range of them. These biases are ingrained in us, but they don't have to dictate your portfolio or how you think about your investment. So don't try to rid yourself of the biases. Don't, don't try to overcome human nature. 
Instead, trying to find a way to work around them. And this is where momentum comes into play. Now, I'm not going to give you Adam's specific strategy, but I will tell you that he will soon be conducting a masterclass on how his system works. I'll keep you in the loop as to when that will come out and how you can learn more. But think of it like the movie Moneyball. Now, I'm a sports guy. I, I was in sports journalism for a long time and, and, and loved, you know, covering things like baseball and things like that. Well, Moneyball is a movie that chronicled Oakland A's general manager, Billy Bean. And he transformed the game of baseball to a more statistical approach and less of a gut feeling. You see, when scouts go and look at prospective players from Major League Baseball teams to draft, a lot of the scouts, they're institutionalized. They're, they've been scouts for 30-some years. They know what they're gut. They, and, and sometimes they get it right. But then again, sometimes they get it wrong. And what Billy Bean was able to do was he was able to use data to find talent instead of just headlines or feelings. And it worked. He, he, he took statistical averages of how batters perform in certain circumstances and how fielders perform in certain circumstances, and he was able to derive how best to build his team. Because he didn't have a ton of money. Uh, he didn't have the payroll of the New York Yankees. In fact, it was a small fraction of that. In the first season, using data over guts, the A's put together a 20-game win streak and broke the previous record set by the New York Yankees. They also turned a 20 and 26 start into 103 and 59. That means they went from 20 wins to 103 wins, and they won the American League West title. And it's not bad considering that three of their best players left in the offseason before, and Bean had very little, very limited funds to find new players. But the point here is not baseball. The point here is that data can tell a story. In the case of momentum, it all comes down to looking at the right data. It's what Adam does in his Green Zone Fortune, Cycle 9 Alert, and 10X Profit Services. And it's what we preach at Money and Markets. Not because we have to, but because we know it works. It, to the tune of beating the S&P 500's annualized gains by three times. Remember when I told you that using S&P 500 gains and how long it would take to get to a million dollars, about 30 years using $50,000? Well, if you invested just $10,000, remember my previous example of investing $50,000, this is $10,000. And if you followed Adam's system and it's a letter, in 20 years, you'd have more than $239,000 in your portfolio. Put that in context, that's $200,000 more than if you had just simply invested in the S&P 500 alone. So momentum is just one of the six factors that Adam uses in his Green Zone ratings model. And you can see it for yourself at moneymarkets.com. Just pick a, pick a ticker and, and put it in the search bar, and you'll see a wealth of information that pulls up about the company. Take Apple, for example, trade them the NASDAQ under AAPL. If you pull up there, if you go to their Green Zone ratings on, on moneymarkets.com, you can use the website and you can see all sorts of information. You can see its overall rating uh, on Adam's six-factor Green Zone rating system. You can see how it scores in each one of the six factors used to make that rating score. And you can see what our action would be on the stock. It's not that we're recommending them all or telling you to avoid them all. This would just be, if we were considering Apple, this is what our position would be. So it kind of gives you a really clear picture as to where our heads are at. But then you have to know how to use it. And this is where Adam's upcoming master class is going to get you clued in about. And I'll tell you more about that as we get closer to the date. But the bottom line here is that momentum is a tried and true way to make money. And Adam's gone a step further and added other factors into his system. Now, that's all for me on momentum. I'm going to make sure you come back and get more information on uh, Adam's upcoming master class. It'll be out soon, and I'll let you know how you can get in on it to, and, and get your seat reserved so you can be a part of it. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel as well. Just head over to youtube.com, search for Money and Markets. We've got the green bull and bear logo. Uh, you can click the subscribe, and then when the bell notification bell comes up, just click that, and you get notified each time we post a new video. 
Uh, if you want to listen to The Bull and the Bear, you can do that on your favorite podcast syndicator like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. Uh, make sure you subscribe to get alerted every time a new podcast drops as well. Leave a comment review on any of these platforms. We'd love to see your feedback. If you have a comment or question or stock you'd like, to, like us to talk about, email us at thebullandthebear at moneymarkets.com. Uh, and uh, we've got a lot more coming up. We've, uh, we have our, our marijuana market update that has already come out. Make sure you check out YouTube for that. Uh, and we'll have a lot more as we head into uh, this election week, which is going to be a very, very busy week and one that investors will be keeping an eye on. So until then, this is Money and Markets Research Analyst and host of the Bull and the Bear, Matt Clark, wishing you all safe trading. You've been listening to the Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. Thank <laughs> you.